Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So what happened last on Mystery Down Under was... They are interrupted by the specter of a man who begins to walk up the dune. Who's that? Who's that person? It's Eric's dad. Just keep still, more. What? bloody hell do you think you're doing, mate? Nothing, sir. We're going to the opening in the cave tonight. You're coming home now, or you're not coming home tonight. You know what, Dad? I don't think I will. I think I'm going to stay out. And if you have a problem with that, well, you can talk to me at home. That's the most you've talked since I've known you. That was really cool. Um, thanks. I'm going to say it. Let's go to the Red Rock. Yeah, we can swim out. We swim down to the Red Rock. Well, Brianna. Brianna Ma. I know, Sitting on the rock. G'day, Bri. What are you doing sitting out here on your own? Ah. I'm waiting for, for the opening. And you're coming, Dickie? Yeah, hi, Brie. And her mum, Deanne, is the one who came to Warrawirin for the purpose of exploring Echo Cave. No special treatment for you guys. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> Now. So Deanne kind of claps her hands. All right. Well, welcome everyone from the town of Warrawirren. I'm Deanne Ma, and for the last, oh gosh, I think it's been been nine months, we have been uh, preparing Echo Cave for its grand opening. And I'm just, I'm just so excited to share this with you. Um, you will need to file through single file um, just because certain areas of the cave can get a bit windy. Uh, but we will give you any warning before we get to those points if you would like to turn back. Okay, everyone ready? <laughs> Follow me. And she kind of like begins okay, to guide yeah. through. As soon as you enter the cave, you just feel the... The musty air enter your lungs. It's cool and warm at the same time. And you just get this weird feeling that it's alive. Tingle on your skin. Yeah, it's it's like you're walking into the mouth of the beast, some some ancient creature that's 
slumbering as like the breath of the cave kind of settles in and around your faces. <laughs> We've all got like we're wandering into a cave face. Yes. <laughs> well, this, this, it makes me think of like whenever you've walked into like particular theme park attractions and it's just got that real cold energy mm. to it. Mm. Um, it just has that feeling for me. Yeah. Have any of you ever been in a cave? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. a tourist cave? Yeah. 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 I went and visited the Terracotta Warriors. Cool. Oh, fantastic. That, that's a really good description. I was just going to yeah. say like that, yeah. that feeling of the, like, the cave has a breath and it washes over you and you get like that. I'm walking into a special place. Yeah, yeah, deep below the earth. And it's yeah. weird as well because it's just like the temperature and it's like, it's mu- it's always muggy because you nothing is down there, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the, the moisture doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. So it just circulates in But the then air. it's also, as you go lower and lower, it's cool at the same time. So mm. it's like, is it hot? Is it cold? I don't know. Bring a jumper or not. <laughs> so you kind of get, there's like a, not a foyer, so much, but as you enter, there's kind of uh, a space to kind of comfortably gather everyone in in one big circle, and then there to the side, um, there is a, a metal staircase that kind of descends below. This is the single file mm. important thing, yeah, uh, to note. So Deanne kind of walks forward, leads everyone through. There's a few other uh, scientists who have been part of her team who are also just kind of, you know, one's bringing up the rear. Um, A few are just kind of staying there just to make sure that everyone's kind of filtering through and a few in the middle, obviously, in case anyone freaks out. So you sharply disappear from view as you kind of walk through single file. What's the order as well? Oh, marching order. Hey, we're playing hey, D&D. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, is, is Brianna with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she kind of like latched onto you, Dickie. Yeah. Um, as soon as she saw you. Yeah, I think Dickie's going to kind of stay close to Brianna. Yeah. Um, he has no idea how to navigate this social she, situation. She might want to be... She might be kind of excited to go in so it might be the thing of like Izzy and Jono where she kind of like grabs your hand and like leads you forward yeah yeah so you two are first yeah and then us two probably like yeah me, and me that makes you. sense as well because you're the younger ones you'd be more excited yeah. the teenagers I, would be a little bit like oh yeah I think Dickie's, hanging back. Yeah. Dickie's being more malleable to the energy of Brianna as well and stuff yeah. like that mm. also since you're first in line make sure you're checking for traps <laughs> Uh, Perception I'm checks every square, initiative. please. <laughs> I actually automatically disarm them. Oh, awesome. But then reset them when they go past. Oh, right. Ah. I hate rogues. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then probably me, then... then yeah, then Eric is, Eric. At, the, is, is at the back of our group, at least. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we're the very rear of the whole party. No. I yeah. think no, we'll be close to the no. front, so Brianna can be close to Yeah, because yeah, Brianna was kind of, like, jostling up to her mom. Yeah, yeah. cool. So, um, we got to so we, be close to the front. And, and yeah, which means we get to hear all the stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what she meant in like you know no I'm not going to give you special treatment but you are front of the yeah, the pack nice, yes. um, Brianna being her little helper mm-hmm. <laughs> as if she's going to do anything so you see um, Brianna's long blonde hair tied up in a ponytail her red ribbon kind of bob down into the blackness as you kind of follow her <gasps> It's a very steep, steep staircase. And there's like, there's like a, um, you know, you hear the excited murmuring and like, oh, okay, mind your steps. And oh, gosh, oh, I'm glad oh, I wore these oh, shoes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, are so smooth. Well, I told you not cave. to wear heels. And so it's like that excited murmuring. But as soon as people start to kind of, you know, the, as they see the people in front of them, 
they lose sight of them. They start to kind of get a little bit nervous and it's kind of Nervous just, excitement. Yeah, and yeah. just kind of like it, it, the voices drop away and there's just this feeling of tension of like, all right, hold your breath and yeah. let's go. Am I going to chicken out? Am I going to get spooked and run away? No, the only way is down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ellen, how many people are roughly with this party? Is it is it close to 20 or That's is it close to like thinking, 50? Yeah. Um, it's probably close to 20. They cool. would have uh, probably cut some people off. Um, just to be able to lead people out back and then and then bring like another group in. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You can't overpack it because then you can't really. It's not safe. <laughs> no. Also, yeah. this is the first tour. First yeah. tour. So yeah. you know, everyone's kind of got those excited jitters yeah, about yeah, yeah, them, yeah. especially uh, you know, Deanne. This is kind of twenty. Her, feels her, like a good touristy yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's in Antissa. Cave. <laughs> <laughs> So as you plunge into the darkness, you carefully step down the steps. Everyone's bristling and Deanne's voice rings out. Everyone, please mind your steps. Luckily for us, this is the easiest entrance into the cave. Now, one of the ways this cave was discovered was through the tale of highwayman Goldie McMahon. In 1870, while he and his gang were in pursuit by the law, he vanished by the seafront in Warrawirin. And while they made an exhaustive effort, the police didn't find any bodies or trace of the bandits. So, if they didn't fling themselves out to sea, where do you think they went? Just going to kind of like offer that out to the group. (laughs) Eric will be like, uh, cave? Well... (laughs) Checks notes for most common answers. <laughs> Bless you. Well, you're kind of right, uh, Eric. Thank you. Um, uh, so about five years after the story of Goldie McMahon, um, a little girl, Edith Busell, was spotted with a, a pure gold necklace with rubies and diamonds. Right? Bit pricey for a little girl. Uh, when asked where she found it, she said she'd seen a man climbing out of the rocks at the beach. And she'd given him some food as he looked emaciated and ill and pale. And he gave her the necklace and he told her to never stray that way again. So this story, amongst the other cases of disappearing livestock and strange oral phenomena in the area, is what led us to believe that there must be some cave system hidden under the earth that was used by Goldie McMahon to evade capture. So there you go, a fun little bit of Warrawar in history. Uh, please follow me and mind your heads. It's a bandit cave. Yeah. That makes it like twice as cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as you kind of begin to level out, there's a cavernous area that is lit by kind of um, artificial sconces. Whoa. And sharp stalactites jutting uh, down from above you, like arrows that have pierced through the earth. It's intricate. And it's beautiful, like like a spider's web that's been petrified and turned to stone. Deanne tells you that they're trying to date some of the, the, the stones in the cave, but they estimate that it could be anywhere from between 2 to 15 billion years old. <laughs> hey, hey, Jono. Pause for effect. Jono, I got a question, man. What's a bandit? What's a bandit? It's like a criminal. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, and... Um, like a guy on the run outside the law. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know will, what a criminal is. Dickie will yeah. quickly sling out his backpack off his shoulder 
and he pulls up the little pocket dictionary that he always keeps in his backpack. He's got a little tiny pocket dictionary. And he goes, oh, 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 Eric, Eric, I, I've got this. Uh, Bandit is a <laughs> robber or outlaw belonging to a gang and typically operating in an isolated or lawless area. Yeah, like a criminal. Yeah, <laughs> in a gang. Yeah, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Or a robber, raider, mugger. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Think he gets it. Think he gets yeah. it. And he puts the thing back in. Brianna is kind of... Um, she says to Jiggy, do you think that we're going to find any gold in the caves? Oh, that maybe. You said so you found gems, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, but uh, we're not allowed to touch them. And they're not, they're not like in a necklace. You can't take them away. Oh, okay. See, I'm more worried about the, uh, the, uh, the, the drop bears. Drop bears? I don't know. I heard about them, but they... What are you two giggling about over there? <laughs> what a we're, just, we're just deciding how, how stupid Eric is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is that too far? Is not knowing the word bandit too Oh, far. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess, yeah, we do. Do we use bandit? I think highwayman Everyone is... has these random gaps sometimes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Four brains is quite Did not you roll sharp. for that? No, I, oh, was okay. just, I was just thinking about it. I was like, how okay. dumb is he? You can always, if you, if you, uh, what, if you're, Really curious about something, you can always roll for it. Yeah. Tell me. It doesn't really affect oh, anything. These rocks are really smooth. It's weird. <laughs> like yeah. his brain. Like <laughs> us. It means it's fast. It's, it's a fast brain. Yeah, d- drop bears, they're like, they're like usually live in high places. Sometimes they're like trees and such, but like what I forgot to bring is how you're actually meant to ward them off. You can either put Vegemite behind your ears or uh, you can... Wait. Oh, if you speak in an English accent, that's meant to war them. So Jono might be fine, actually. Wait. Oh, I don't really have much of an accent anymore. Oh, and you're Wait, high places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking like the like top of the caves. Like these caves are really no, high. But we're underground. This is low. Yeah, but but my mum said that, that, you know, that they found creatures dis- or that creatures would disappear in here over time and that's you know one of the reasons that the cave got discovered is because people didn't know where these animals were going that's so just people <laughs> taking them for food so not what if but what if what you're if scaring drop a bears, dickie what I'm if drop bears got her. in no it's okay it's okay it's alright are you sure yeah it's fine don't worry about even, it even if they your mum's been in here for nine months she hasn't seen a single drop bear yeah but she's like really tough well, she's well, right here now. Well, we're, we're, we're tough, tough too. So if, even if even if there are drop bears, even if there's like 10 of them or 20 of them, we can take them. Because they're only like the size of like a wombat and wombats are small. Wombats are strong. Yeah, hey. but then... But, but yeah, but there's loads of us. We're stronger. It's all good. Bree. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. Well, hang on. Yeah. You, said, you said that they were scared by British accents. Yeah, so that's why I thought, you know, they, they might be scared of Jono. Well, well, how's your British accent? Uh, um, hello, uh, tea and... <laughs> I cannot believe you hello in this podcast. <laughs> this close to kicking you out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I, Ooh, don't attack me, Dwap Bear. I am, I am, I am English. How's that? Um, mm. Let's make this a stat. Why not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what stat would you need, do you reckon? To charm. Pull off a charm good, stat, is it yeah. charm or is it like a brains? To do what? To do, do the fake an English accent. Yeah, because you could also be like, I don't know, brains, you've heard, you've heard, um, you know, maybe you've been watching some British documentaries. It, it's, it's a social thing, so I'd say it's charm. I'd say it's charm, yeah. personally. Yeah. Yeah. It's an acting sort of thing, yeah. Let's go for it. Uh, I'm going to say it's a... 
<laughs> it's a three. It's an accent. It's oh, a silly I could, accent. I could still very much fail this. Oh, nailed it with a six. Fantastic. Uh, do you do you reckon you can do the acting for that or? Oh, okay. Um, look, I might not be. I might not be very good at it. Oh, I've, I've gone into a weird accent now. I might not be very good at it, but I'll just give it a try. Uh, uh, hello, I am British, and I like the Queen, and I like in- invading <laughs> countries that aren't mine. Oh my gosh, Dickie, that's really that's good. That's not bad, Dickie. Um, hello, I am Lady Brianna Regical Tarkington the Third. My lord, and then she like does like Look, a little we're not curtsy. All, we're not all lords, you know. See, see, that, what? see. Now the drop bears, the drop Some bears are coming. Some Oh, you mean British people? Yeah. Can oh. you? Can you? We came can over you five try, years ago. Can you try an English accent as well, Jono? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just my my voice. Oh, I come guess. on, <laughs> try it better. Uh, what are posh people Verily speak like? I say. Posh people are like Richard. Oh, it does not seem hello. that Jono has much of an accent like us proper people. <laughs> oh, I say, <laughs> I like to drink my tea in my manor. That's what we think posh people speak like. It just sounds like you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess well, so. Well, I don't see any drop bears around, so it's probably working. You're right. Thank you. This big cavern is awesome. Hey, you want to hear a cool thing? Yeah. Um, what would you like me to say? The cool thing you were thinking of. The cool thing. Oh, um, Echo. 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 I guess that's why they call it Echo Cave. Yeah. I guess that's why. <laughs> Dicky will kind of get a, a a bit ahead of himself and will yell out, like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" Oh, it's so cool. This is why they call it Echo Cave. It's like a huge echo chamber. Oh yeah, because of the echoes. Yeah. yeah. Jason sucks. <laughs> Jason sucks. Jason sucks. Oh, see, even the cave agrees. <laughs> Jason, sucks. <laughs> Jason, far away. What? It's kind of like walk stop. So this is kind of just allowing people to kind of run, not run around, but but walk Gaze into this around, kind of yeah. this big antechamber of the cave and especially the stalactites which are kind of dripping down it's really beautiful and so it's a it's a chance for people to kind of go and oh my gosh and so you whooping around is not it's not a huge uh, yeah you yeah. know everyone's kind of trying it because that's where it that's gets what its you name do, yeah. echo yeah. cave hello 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 uh and so deanne kind of eventually you know waves her hand this way please as you kind of walk into the the next area and you have these floodlights that are have been installed into the ground which ricochet off of dazzling quartz deposits in the Ooh. walls ah. <laughs> oh. beautiful oh. gleaming white and purple stones oh. and um you kind of come out <gasps> onto a level um, where you can kind of it, they've they've cordoned it off with a railing, and you can kind of see this whole. It's like uh, yeah, you're standing on a ledge, and below you is a beautiful pool of clear water. You know how you know some some cave systems they it's an underground lake exactly. Yeah. They've got lakes within them, or they've trapped water, mm-hmm. um, and usually it's so clear that it's just like a mirror. And it reflects perfectly the stalactites 
below it, this kind of blancmange uh, of spikes and spirals and dripping water. God. It's really beautiful. <laughs> this is either going to turn into one of two things. It's either going to be very lovely and journey to the center of the earth-like, or we're going into the descent very yeah. soon. <laughs> yeah. Or I was thinking something's going to come out of the cave. Yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Deanne talks a little bit about the gems, which is kind of like, you know, everyone's dazzled by them. You're allowed to touch them. But obviously you can't. <laughs> she says, you can try and break it off and take it home, but you would need uh, what probably a, a hydraulic um, system with you. Well, what do you call it? Like yeah, a jackhammer. A pneumatic drill. Yeah, you would need I'll a drill. I'll just borrow one from the mine, eh? So, uh, <laughs> so I, I think clean you out. I one, think Tim. it's pretty uh, safe. Uh, so if we do take, if we did get it out, though, we could keep it? Um, look, I don't want to encourage any... <laughs> I know there are quite a lot of miners in this town, so heavy machinery is probably not too hard to come across, but um, no. <laughs> Let's just say, for now, you can you can touch it if you like. Now, these quartz deposits have been here for, for who knows how long. Uh, while we're in, while there are iron... Or deposits, obviously, um, further up to the north of the town. I'm sure all of you know this. <laughs> um, but uh, the caves here are uh, an incredible um, example of how how minerals and how they deposit over time and how they can be formed into something completely different. Now, over here, uh, she kind of walks to another wall. She points out this little... It's probably about uh, palm-sized... It's this kind of weird spiral skeleton, like an ammonite mm. or something similar. Like a nautilus shell. Mm. Yes. But it glows. It's, oh. it's, you can't make out what colour it is. It's purple. It's blue. It's Iridescent. red. It's, it's just green. In, it's in the wall. It's embedded in huh. the wall. Now, can anyone tell me what this is? Can I make a... Can Dickie make a roll for it? Use yeah, that, use or, that brain this is a, or this could brains, be planned brains as well. Roll? Yeah, because brains might. I'll, brains say, might I'll say this could be a planned action because you are you are being asked a question, right. and so you know you've got some time to kind of think over it. I think I know what yeah. it is, but I don't know if John knows. knows. Yeah, I'm going to say it's, uh, it's a ten difficulty. Oh, then okay, it's I a planned take... action. Well, yeah. then I'll just take the ten. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because so I get a d twenty. You would know that. Um, obviously, it's some kind of fossil, not not a trilobite, probably an ammonite. Um, it's got a it's got a curve to it, so mm. those kind of ancient ancient mollusks mm-hmm. that you know would crawl around the the depths of the ocean floor. But what she is kind of referring to in particular is the quality of the fossil, and that as the the kind of mineral rich earth has claimed the skeleton of the ammonite it's been preserved and opalized oh 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 so, <laughs> oh, oh i've got it i've got it so yes e- e- even though it's like goes. it's like a, a, a mollusk but that, that that's not like the really cool thing about it like the cool thing is even though it's been fossilized it's been a thing called Opalized, which I'm not very good at explaining, but if you want, I can read it out of the dictionary and then I can explain no, what opalized that <laughs> means. That's okay, Dickie, but thank you. Well, well done. Um, I, I knew that Warawirin was the forefront in scientific exploration, which you can clearly see from its young minds. Dickie just kind of 
Beams. Beams, beams yeah. widely. <laughs> and Had Bri- a sly look oh, at Brianna. And oh, Tim goes, is, that, is it worth anything? Oh, I'm sure it would be, Tim. But as I've said, unless you brought a jackhammer to this tour, you probably wouldn't be able to get it out of the wall. Tim, you'd ruin the science. <laughs> <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> is this Tim and... Who's the other one, Dave? Dave. Tim, Tim Dave the and ice- Steve, the ice cream guys. The ice cream men. <laughs> ice cream men. The ice cream men. <laughs> It's the name of their bowling team. Yes. Oh, they they deal ice cream. They bowl. Yeah, they, I don't. They bowl them. They ser- oh, they serve up. Hey. Hey. That's why their oh, t-shirts no. say <laughs> soft serve. We serve. We soft serve. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Goodness gracious. Oh, dear. Uh, can Are you, you tell taking I all of these as notes, Ellen? Okay, no. Can you tell building. I didn't plan those NPCs? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I will. Well, it's like when you said that um, someone went to help out with the surfing. And you said Dave. And I was like, wait, did Dave go from the ice cream shop to help? They're all named like, everyone's, Dave. everyone's, Dave. everyone's Dave or Davo. Davo. I just, I just, you know, Aussies are quite irreverent. So I yes. figured that, you know, someone would have some snarky comment about We are, aren't we? What the- gave you the sense that the people of Warawirum were irreverent? Was it the, <laughs> the, the Christ cup? Yeah. The statue of Christ nailed Nailed to, to a, a surfboard? Surf- <laughs> yeah, that, that was a clue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is very Australian, so don't at me in the comments. Um, speak. You're ru- ruining the tour. <laughs> yes, well, while it is, I'm sure the Opal itself is, is worth quite a bit of money, more often than not, this is a, a fully preserved fossil, which you can see in astounding detail if you would like to kind of get a close look and so people kind of bunch up and... Ah. Ooh. <laughs> Also, uh, you were about to say something about Brianna before. I'm interested to know oh, what you were going to no, say. Oh, no, just when you were just when you were really excited and and clearly being kind of uh, uh, used an exa- as an example of, of smart kids in the town, um, Brianna just kind of blushed a little bit. Hey. You you probably wouldn't be able to make it out in the the dim lights. I don't, I don't she, think he would get that social cue anyway. Yeah, <laughs> she just kind of looks down, and you can out of your peripherally peripheral vision, you see the corners of her mouth kind of. Tighten against her face. She made um, a good friend. She kind of like clutches your hand. She hasn't let go of your hand this whole time. Great. <laughs> that social cue Dickie gets. Uh, yes, so the fossil itself is entirely preserved. What is strange about this is that opals do not occur in this region. Um, they're known for only, uh, oh gosh, it's Kubapedi, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they're mainly located in Kubapedi and this is Ellen talking, not Deanne. I think it is 
Oh, there's two places that opals can come from, and Australia is one of them. And I Isn't cannot the other forget one in Mexico? Possibly. I'm not sure, but uh, as we know... They're from very few places. The world, yes, there are only two places you can get from. And in Australia, uh, Warrawirin is nowhere near close to, to the Coobapedi mines up in the Northern Territory. So mm. the fact that a, uh, an opal has formed here... Um, next to, as we can see, most of the mineral deposits in the cave are quartz. Quartz is a famous um, uh, export from Warrawirin. Uh, as you would know from from um, the local historian Charlie, uh, uh, when many of Wadandi people would use quartz as a kind of um, implement in their spears, um, as it's very kind of hearty, uh, very sh- able to be sharpened to a point. Um, and also, you know, used in jewellery and other such like things. But yes, to see an opal form here in the in Echo Cave of Warrawirin is um, truly something that we will be puzzling about for for however many years to come. Oh yes, that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, so interesting. Shut <laughs> <Shout laughs> <out to> him. <laughs> Now, um, please be warned that the next portion of the tour is quite tight. Um, So if anyone is afraid of tight or dark spaces, um, some of my helpers here, you can see them. They're in the vests. Um, They will be happy to either stand out here and wait until we guide the tour back through. Or if you would like, they can lead you out of the cave altogether. Dickie rummages around in his backpack and pulls out like a little pocket flashlight that he uses for exploring uh, during the night times when he's allowed out. Yes. So he's going to use that and kind of like show Brianna as is like, no need to be afraid of the dark. <laughs> and he'll bring out his little flashlight to so show So you want to go on to the next bit? Oh, yeah. If if you if you want to go. We're coming. You're coming too? Yeah, we're, I'll we're going. I'll hold your hand with my right hand and the flashlight in my left hand. Okay. Um, can I hold the torch? And you're like, Still holds on to your hand. <laughs> and not letting go of any hand. And she is still holding to your hand and she grabs it with the other loose hand. Jono and Eric make eyes at each other. What are no, you not like that. Oh, no, I just... <laughs> <laughs> just like a, you two, oh you two players God. looked at each other. And yes. I, I, I have a feeling that Jono like, frequently looks at Eric to be like, unspoken communication. And Eric's just like, what? What? Why is he angry at me? Eric does like a... Wait, what? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like yeah. Look, look at uh, some, and he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so some people are kind of, everyone's murmuring, deciding whether to kind of continue through to the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the like older people decide to kind of sit, you know, sit this one out, stay in the cavern. It's, it's, go- it's still mm. gorgeous. You know, you've got this, this beautiful lake to just kind of add its... And some of the, the anyone got a disposable camera? If you can get uh, hold of one of those, yeah, 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 a few, yeah, a few of them. Yeah, so some of them are kind of going around taking pictures. They're probably going to be terrible. Yeah, just of with course. the light exposure. <laughs> no, so one these, like, to, flashes, no one knows how to. No one knows how to take pictures of indoor caves. Yeah, they've probably only just got a camera. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's a whole new world for them. Yeah. But yeah, that won't stop them, and they're excitedly kind of taking po- photos. Um, a few of the teen couples kind of like to stay behind and kind of just Make lean out. against the ledge and look out at the lake and, you know, twirl their fingers together, whatever it is that teens do. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> Long past that. Uh, and so you kind of 
confidently head towards Deanne. Mm-hmm. Let's squeeze our way deeper. Yeah, yeah we, we, we descend deeper. Um, Eric's still barefoot, so yep. the cold of the cave is on his feet. Yep. <laughs> Oh, it's Australia. Being barefoot is... Uh, yeah, part and parcel of our culture. Right. <laughs> what are you doing with those shoes on? Um, so some of these things you you will have to kind of twist your shoulders. Oh, gosh, that is tight. For It is tight and it's incredibly dark. Deanne's handing out some torches to people. She kind of nods at Dickie, seeing that you've brought your own. Um, uh, she thinks that's that's very cute. And uh, there, there's very few lights mm. in the passageway up ahead. So you start to head through. How how far down does this go, uh, 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 Miss oh yeah. Ma? Miss Ma. Miss Ma. Ma. Yeah. Uh, Miss Ma, how far down does this cave go? How far down? Well, we haven't finished exploring it quite yet. This is just the um, part that we've marked as safe for tourists, um, but a part of our work in the coming. You know, coming months and coming years ahead, God willing, will be to make a full chart and exploration of this cave and see where it goes. Um, I'm sure a lot of us are still entranced by the story of of uh, Goldie McMahon. And did they ever find him in here? They did never find the body. Oh God! We've got the one sighting of of you know the account by Edith Bussell, but um, so you never found like his bandit camp or anything down here? No. And he didn't disappear. Uh, he wasn't pursued on foot. He had horses. He had other bandits with him. He had... And they all went missing and none of them were found. No. Oh, I bet they'll find them down here one day. Possibly. I bet they will. Possibly. But there's also, you know, the question of clearly he had his riches. We have the necklace from Edith where she got it from. We don't, you know, did the story happen? Possibly. The only evidence we really have is that necklace, but either way, it exists. So it kind of stands to reason that maybe some of his riches that he that he accumulated in his years of robbing and stealing. You're just saying that to get the tourists in here. Because <laughs> they all want to find the treasure. I mean, it's a very compelling story, Jono. Oh, Miss Ma. I mean, I'm a bit disappointed I have to tell this story, because otherwise, if I could find that treasure and lay my <laughs> hands on it. <laughs> but no, it must be preserved. I bet you already found it, didn't you? You just keep it under wraps. I'll never tell. <laughs> Follow me. You have been listening to Mystery Down Under, which is a Roll to Cast production. The best way to find us is on Twitter, Discord, and our Patreon. All our podcasts are on Acast, Spotify, YouTube, and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Roll to Cast. Kids on Bikes and all associated properties are trademark of Renegade Game Studios. Used with permission. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.